Welcome to the Nurse Becoming podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth all through the lens of nursing. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This is Amanda Gornieri, your host of the Nurse Becoming podcast, and we are getting into episode number eight today. First of all, thank you so much for your support thus far with this new baby podcast. And this is the second week that we are going to be talking about traveling. Not necessarily traveling on vacation, but traveling as a career decision or a career option. So last week in episode number seven, I talked with Sarah Gaines. And if you don't know her yet, she is the six-figure travel nurse. And she is just one of the most amazing mentors and probably the only mentor you need if you are interested in traveling as a travel nurse, as an RN. So if that is you, if you are an RN wanting to learn more about travel nursing, then I definitely recommend pausing this episode and going back and listening to episode number seven, because today we're going to be talking about traveling as a provider. So traveling as a nurse practitioner or PA or midwife, and we are going to be diving into the topic of locum tenens. And if that term is foreign to you, I'm going to give you a little bit more information in just a second. But I do want to tell you that part of the reason why we are focusing on traveling is because of the questions that I get. I get a lot of questions about traveling, but also because Sarah and I recently joined efforts to create the Ultimate Travel Nurse Resume Kit. Now, this is a specific resume template and training. The template was designed by me and the training is done by Sarah. She is the six-figure travel nurse. So all I can say is that if you are looking to travel as a nurse or an NP, this is a resource that we created with you in mind. And you can learn more at theresumerx.com slash travel. If you're listening in real time, we do have a promotion going on until the end of July because this is a new, exciting product that we've launched together. And I will put that link in the show notes as well. So you can always just tap through wherever you're listening to this episode, to the episode webpage, and the link will be there for you. So again, today we are talking all about locum tenens, and this is essentially travel nursing for providers. So this episode is definitely geared towards current or future nurse practitioners, midwives, nurse anesthetists, PAs, physicians, I get a lot of questions about locums, so we will be discussing a few key topics. We're going to go into what locum tenens is and how it's different and similar compared to traditional employment. We are going to talk about whether locum assignments are good for new graduates, and then we're going to talk about the first couple steps to becoming a locums provider if that's what you feel is what's next for you. So first, let's talk about what is locum tenens and how is it different or similar than traditional employment. So locum tenens is kind of a funny word. It is a Latin term and it means holding the place of. So by definition, it's really 
it means a temporary stand-in type of role. So it's similar to travel nursing in the sense that the majority of these roles are short-term assignments. Many of them have the potential for permanent or long-term options. And a typical assignment for a locum tenens position is about three months or so, but it could be as short as one or two shifts. I have seen some locum tenens positions that have said literally, you know, need family practice provider for single shift in the middle of whatever month. So there's definitely a wide variety in terms of what a locum's position could be. It could literally be you show up and do a job for one day or one shift, or it could be something where it's kind of like a short-term option that's going to eventually extend to something more permanent. Because let's say you're filling in for someone who's on maternity leave or disability or you know cutting their hours due to retirement, it definitely could be a bridge type of position into something more long-term. So locum tenens will often fill in the gaps for rural or underserved communities. So imagine an area of the country, and this may or may not be where you live, but imagine an area that only has one or two providers in their clinic or in their county. And because it's so limited in terms of providers, there may not be the capacity to cover for something like a vacation or an illness or a maternity leave or an abrupt vacancy of that position. You know, let's say someone resigns abruptly without enough notice to do a search to fill that position because a lot of times, you know, in an area that doesn't have a lot of providers, it's not like you can just post a job and fill it the next day in some of these rural parts of the country or underserved communities. So this is where traditional locum tenens assignments come into play because, like I said, they're usually short-term and sometimes short-notice type of assignments. In terms of comparison to traditional employment, locums positions could be paid as a 1099, which is an independent contractor position, or you could be a W-2 employee. And a W-2 employee means you get a paycheck with your taxes withheld. But regardless of how that is structured, regardless of how you're getting paid, chances are you're likely going to be paid more. You're going to have a higher pay rate than a non-locum tenens position. So usually these positions are pretty lucrative because the clinic or the facility that needs that position is usually really in need of a specific qualified person for a specific period of time. This is not a casual search. There's usually a very specific demand. And with that demand usually comes a higher rate of pay. Now, you might be thinking, well, it takes so long to get credentialed as a nurse practitioner or it gets take so long to be licensed, how can they move forward with something that's in such high demand? Uh, In some cases, if it's something that they need in very short-term notice, you know, you may have to be at least licensed in that state. But usually locum tenens companies, which I'll get into a little bit more, usually those companies have an expedited credentialing process and an expedited licensing person so that they're working with you and pushing things through the state if necessary, and pushing things through on the back end of the clinic if necessary to get you rush or emergency credentials, especially if this is something that's a fairly short notice type of position. 
Another thing that's really similar to travel nursing is that a lot of times these positions will come with paid housing stipends, living stipends, they'll pay for your travel. You know, there are a lot of perks that are either standard or things you can negotiate for because more often than not, as the provider, you have, I don't want to say the upper hand because I don't like that type of power play, but usually the ball is in your court. You're the one that they want. You usually have what they need and what they need is a provider in the role. And there may not be an overabundance of qualified people interested in that specific role. So if that ends up being you and you may be the only candidate or the only person interested in this assignment, then chances are it's going to be much easier for you to negotiate for what you need, what you want, and any additional perks. So, you know, I get questions a lot from newer nurse practitioners or nurse practitioner students who are really fearful of the job market being oversaturated. So I get questions a lot about, should I work with a recruiter or should I look into a locum tenens position. So I'm specifically going to go into whether or not locum assignments are good for new graduates. And if you were to ask me to choose yes or no, if I only had to give one answer of whether you should do locums as a new graduate, I would probably say no. The reason being the majority of locum tenens positions really expect you as the provider to come in on your first day to find the bathroom to put your lunch in the fridge, and to start seeing patients from day one, hour one, or maybe day one, hour two, after a brief orientation. If you otherwise have the experience that sets you up to be successful in this type of setting, then it's absolutely possible that this could be an option for a new grad. But what do I usually say about ideal new grad NP positions? I want you to be supported. I want you to be mentored. I want you to have ideally an extended orientation. That's more than an hour, preferably closer to a month. So that is the reason for my initial hesitation for new grads looking into locum tenens assignments. Now, there are some locum tenens options that can be ideal for new graduates, such as there are some health assessment type roles. There are some home visit type roles, some insurance-related assessment roles. And once you have about a year of clinical experience, then I think many more options may be appropriate and open up for you. So certainly, if you are an NP with a year of experience in a particular setting and you are comfortable in that setting, then I think that you can likely transition into a locums assignment in that setting that you're familiar with, meaning you know outpatient family practice or surgery or pediatrics, whatever your last year has been spent doing. I think that one year mark is a good amount of time to be comfortable for the majority of the locums options. And if you don't yet have that year of experience, then I would encourage you to look into, well, look into more traditional employment, first of all. But if you are really interested in a locums assignment, look for something that's more like health assessments or home visits. You know, another option, if you're very interested in locum tenens, there may be some options at locations where they are willing to train and where they do have supportive mentors. And this is likely going to be at a place that is looking for an eventual permanent staff member. 
Okay, so this is likely a place that knows that they will have a long-term vacancy and maybe they want to try on a staff member for a more immediate need with the knowledge that this is a, let's call it a temp to perm possibility. So if this is your option, if this is something that you are interested in, then I absolutely support you looking into this type of option of locum tenens in a place that you know is going to be supportive, that they are willing to train and mentor you. And, you know, the next question that comes up is, well, how do I find that type of opportunity? And that brings me into this next section. So what are the first steps to becoming a locum tenens provider? So this is where the situation is similar to travel nursing in the sense that the first step to becoming a locums provider is to choose a locum tenens company and to connect with a recruiter. And this is probably one of the biggest differences between locum tenens employment and traditional employment. Because when you're looking for traditional employment, whether you're a nurse or an NP or advanced practice provider, whatever you are, you are usually more often than not applying directly to the employer who has posted a vacancy or has a job posting or whatever. You're usually interfacing with the employer directly. Occasionally, there are recruiting firms that match people with positions. But in the locum tenens world and in the travel nursing world, you are almost exclusively going to be working with a third-party company or a third-party agency whose job it is to match providers with locum tenens assignments. Okay. So while you can certainly look passively online for locum tenens options, when you do a search, you're likely going to be brought to one of these locum tenens companies websites. And you can you can search on your own and you can probably even apply on your own or click that you're interested, but really the first step that's going to happen, you're not likely going to be able to submit your application directly to the role. It's going to connect you with a recruiter that's employed by this locum tenens company. Now, I'm not affiliated with any of these companies, nor have I personally worked with any, but here are some names of some locum tenens firms that are known to be NP-friendly and knowledgeable because that's really important. If you are choosing to go into locum tenens work, you want to choose an agency that has a strong history of being advanced practice or NP-friendly. Some of these names that come to mind that are NP-friendly and knowledgeable are Barton, Comp Health, Weatherby, and Staff Care. And I'll put those names and links in the show notes for you. Certainly, you're welcome to do a Google search for locum tenens and you will likely see some other agencies as well. But it's always nice to kind of vet a company by either having a colleague who has used them or hearing some sort of feedback or even getting in touch with a recruiter via a recommendation. So maybe you can do a search or connect with someone who has worked as a locums before and say, hey, do you like your recruiter? Who's your recruiter? Can you put us in touch? Because it's really your recruiter that's going to serve as your advocate for not only putting you in a position that you're qualified for, but making sure that that position is worth it for you and that you are getting all that you need from a compensation standpoint. So you want to research ahead of time that these whichever specific company you go with, you want them to have NP-specific recruiters. You want them to be knowledgeable about your specialty. You want them to be open about 
the benefits that they provide on the company side, because a lot of times the locum tenens agency is not only responsible for matching a provider with a vacancy, but they're also responsible for some of the back-end benefits. For example, you should be asking, who covers my malpractice insurance? Who takes care of risk management? What does the agency do you know, in terms of quality standards? These are all questions that, while not exciting, they're kind of boring questions, they are important because it's going to show that the agency is looking out for you and looking out for your well-being and your professional well-being as they match you with an assignment. You will also, as you move forward with becoming a locums, if that's something you're interested in, you will want to have a prepared resume. And I'll give a shout out again to the Travel Nurse Resume Kit, which was specifically designed for travel nurses and easily adapted for NPs. The layout is very different than my traditional resume templates, and it uses tables to essentially give kind of quick and dirty information about your qualifications and any past travel experience you have. So head to the show notes to check that out. And you should be prepared to start within 30 to 45 days in most cases. So remember I said at the beginning that these are typically short-term assignments, but also have a pretty short notice to start. So in summary, locum tenens is definitely a lucrative option for nurse practitioners with experience who are mostly looking for short-term assignments. And locums providers typically serve underserved or rural communities. And occasionally, there are options for new grads to work in either a home visit or health assessment type of setting or in a site that's looking for a temporary to permanent type of provider, meaning they have a short-term need right now, but they know that in the long term they will have something more permanent, meaning they will be more likely to be mentoring and training you. In order to get started as a locum tenens provider, it's definitely important to choose an agency and connect with a recruiter who, at no cost to you, by the way, I didn't mention this earlier, working with a recruiter should cost you no money because their fee is paid by the site they're matching you with. Your recruiter will serve as your matchmaker to positions that suit your experience and your interests. So it's definitely a great option to gain experience around the country, to gain experience in different types of settings that are either similar to what you've worked with in the past or even completely different than what you've worked with in the past. I want to point you to the show notes if you want to read a summary of this episode and click on any links or resources mentioned today. And so you can find the show notes at theresumerx.com slash 008. And thank you again for joining me today. I do want to encourage you to look into locum tenens if this is something that interests you. Maybe you can connect with some other people who have done locums before. I think that you can likely, you know, if you're in any of the larger nurse practitioner or Facebook groups, you can likely do a quick search and find some other NPs who have done locums before and maybe even reach out for a personal referral to a recruiter if this is something you're really serious about. Uh, I want to thank all of you who have listened and rated and given me a review so far on the podcast. Um, I figured I'd just read a quick 
review as a shout out. So Leigh KB wrote, so helpful to graduate nurses. I'm graduating from nursing school in December and Amanda's podcasts have been so helpful. This on top of her resume templates has given me the guidance I need to ensure I reach professional fulfillment. Very thankful for you, Amanda. So that is just something that's so near and dear to my heart, you know, in terms of professional fulfillment. That's really where I want to guide you along your journey in terms of you know, why I created this podcast. So if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love if you would hit pause and just leave a rating or a review, especially if you have a suggestion for a future guest or episode topic. And for all episodes, you can go to nursebecoming.com. And there you can find the show notes with all the links, especially the links to the different locum tenens agencies I discussed today, and also the Ultimate Travel Nurse Resume Kit, which, like I said before, if you're listening in real time, there is a launch promotion going on for this template and training that I did with Sarah Gaines, the Six Figure Travel Nurse. I'm super excited to be sharing that with you. So until next time, I am cheering you on and rooting for you always, and I will talk to you again soon. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.